That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Oh, hi. If you like this show, will you leave a review for it wherever you listen to podcasts? You don't even have to write anything. Just some stars will do. It's one of the most effective ways to spread the word about us and one of the most meaningful ways to show your support for what we do. We are so grateful. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything really, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you are super into this stuff, join our Geneva. It's just a big fun party with a bunch of other A Thing or Two listeners. Speaking of parties. Oh my gosh. It was just New York marathon season. Mm-hmm. We are heading into ski season and I wanted to introduce a term yeah. that I think is useful for both. Tell me. Thomas is big skier. Mm-hmm. The first time he went skiing with a new action adventure friend, mm-hmm. Julian, mm-hmm. they like did a run. And at the end, Julian was like, oh, you're a whooper. Because <laughs> when Thomas like hits fresh powder, yeah. he whoops. <laughs> and you wouldn't necessarily know that about a person. You wouldn't. That's, I think, the yeah. thing. You wouldn't necessarily know that about a person well, until you see them in a, whoop, a whooping environment. It's like when you the plane lands and the person next to you claps and you're like, oh, you're one of those. You're one of those. You're Clap one of those. at the end of a movie. Exactly. In a theater. Yeah. Exactly. Watching the marathon this mm-hmm. year, I feel like I had that experience of like being like, oh, I'm recognizing who here is a whooper mm-hmm. and who here is not a whooper. Mm-hmm. And Thomas's whooping really comes out during the yeah, marathon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm you, a big whooper. Yeah. No, this is the thing. We're whoopers. I went to. Um, I, went, I mean, listen, professional enthusiasts generally <laughs> attend to be whoopers. I think it's a real overlap. I attended two performances last week. One was a Samfa concert and he's like sort of slow R&B. And I found myself whooping and being like, I don't know if this is a whooping environment because <laughs> it's like vibey music, but I couldn't help myself. And then a ballet recital for ages three to five. <laughs> Absolutely not a whooping environment. I, mean, I couldn't help it. I don't know how else to show my enthusiasm. Yes. I uh, was whooping. I went to a Marin Morris fan concert. <laughs> well, and, that's a whooping environment. It was all whoopers. It was all whoopers. <laughs> all whoopers. I, as you know, am a huge marathon cheering person. And I have found, I, I don't know how, but I found that for the last few years recently, I always have people either visiting or accompanying or we're meeting at the marathon who haven't necessarily seen me in that element before. Mm, mm, and mm. always wonder. They my don't g- know you're a whooper. They don't understand. They well, might they, know I'm a whooper. They may not know the extent to which the like. They don't know you have a megaphone and a cowbell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this year it was like a friend's mom who like, you know, of course I've met, but she doesn't know me that well. Another time it was my actual in-laws. Yeah. And I have 
always wonder, I'm like, is this going to be awkward for me? Am I not going to be able to like fully express that? It's never a problem for me at the marathon. Imagine you being embarrassed, embarrassed cheering at the marathon. I mean, I know, but you will. I, well, I did see some video of myself this year and I was a little embarrassed. As we've discussed, I like go back and forth with how much I ever want to share on social media, but I always want to share about the marathon. I didn't share this year because all the footage was of me sort of bent over into the you street, know, as the, close the as you could. Yeah. So that your feet were not past the police line, but your whole and body was basically. Thank you. Because I yeah. was trying to figure out why I was doing that. It was like, because I wanted to be as close as possible without breaking the rules. Claire, <laughs> <laughs> we really got into it with some cops this year. Mm, like the cops were, and the cops were, they were very aggressive. This like year it was, I was, it was a real ACAB mm-hmm. moment for me. And <laughs> Thomas got told at some point, cause like, it was Thomas and our friend Kayleen and I mm-hmm. at this point. And, you know, Kayleen was really following the rules and I was like medium following yeah. the rules. And Thomas was ignoring mm-hmm. this cop mm-hmm. and he, who was an absolute yeah. dick. And the cop said, I don't want to have to tell you again. Wow. What was he going to do? Arrest him? That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, what's he going to do? Arrest you? Wow. He's going to arrest you at the marathon for standing on the curb. Like, I don't need to go on an entire rant about this, <laughs> but I was just really like, Thanks for trying to ruin the best day of the year. Yeah, get in the spirit, guys. Get in the spirit. I saw that Thomas had a cowbell this year. Has he had a cowbell every year? It looks like a nice, like, antique cowbell. It is, yeah. It's a cowbell that he got at Lake Placid. It was an Olympic bobsled souvenir cowbell. And he got it two years ago or a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And we were out of town at a wedding last year for the marathon. And he was pretty upset because he had this cowbell and he hadn't gotten to use it yet. So this was its big debut. You always think it's going to be okay to miss the marathon. You're it's like, not. it happens every it's year. Never okay. It's never okay. It's the best day of the year. I this year had a cowbell and I got a megaphone. I can't believe it took me this long to get a megaphone. In fact, I'm going to get a bigger megaphone next year. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cute one made for like college kids. It's teal and it has a like bo- a sorority, like yeah, a exactly. Rush. That's exactly like right. a Rush megaphone. It has a okay. bottle opener on the handle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have to be speaking directly into the microphone. And so I felt like some of my words were getting lost. Although I asked Chris and he was like, no, we could all it's hear fine. you very <laughs> But I think what I want, what might be a better experience for me is the kind that has like the curly telephone cord, camcorder, oh, like a, a separate yeah. mic, uh, like yeah. a walkie-talkie mic that's attached to the microphone. Like a, and then you can hold Like the, a ham radio. Exactly. <laughs> and then you can hold the megaphone out like into the, like closer to the runners, you know? And I just I felt like if that were the case, me you enough. would just be lying down in the street <laughs> holding the megaphone I out. was basically lying down in the street. I, it, made me feel so powerful. My, Of course, I still lost my voice. And Chris was like, I don't get it. You didn't need to scream. You had the megaphone. And I was like, I felt like I needed the ears that people wear when they're performing, you know, the earpieces yeah, so yeah, that yeah. they can actually hear themselves over the crowd. Yeah. That's, to know how loud you were To being. know how loud I was being. I felt like you couldn't hear me at all. But I really, I felt like yeah, I you had, needed a monitor. <laughs> yes, I needed monitors. I felt like I'd been promoted from just a fan who was cheering to like an MC. I see. I felt like I was really doing a lot of important work. And I think my cheers sort of developed a more sophisticated like, quality. Yeah, like I almost felt like a, a pastor or something. Wow. You know? Okay. Yeah. No, totally. Um, I could see you feeling that way. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. I have <laughs> like to you, say. You, you're a burgeoning cult leader. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. And I really felt like I thought, gosh, I feel like I'm in my purest form. It never embarrassed no matter whose in-laws are around. 
I made up a new cheer this year. Tell it me. just came to me naturally in the moment. I and it was a good people liked it, and I thought that the runners seemed to respond positively Perfect. to it. Just so you know, my like go tos usually every year like you look strong, you look amazing. We are so proud of you. You're doing something amazing today. This was more of like a a longer one. Best city in the world, best race in the world, best runners in the world. That one's I'm sticking with. Like that, it felt they good. should just put that on their poster. I felt so good about it. I felt like people really understood it. They agreed with me. And I felt like it was so true. I really deeply believe every word of that cheer. The other one that where I felt like a little bit like a cult leader, to borrow a phrase from you, which I mm-hmm. think is, is correct, I would say, what are we doing today? We're running the New York City Marathon and we are doing an amazing job. I liked the we of it all. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's when I started to feel like a preacher. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally, totally. I apparently had a sort of angsty marathon because the other thing I have to share is that I had spectator enemies. Mm. And I'm not going to call that's them important. fans. No, I had spectator and I always have a spectator enemy or two. I'm not going to call them fans because yeah. I don't think they deserve that. Yeah, no, 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 totally. Um, whoopers. Mm. And yet they had made 10 cardboard signs. 10! Maybe not 10, eight to 10. Wow. I don't know. I'm like a little mad at myself for talking about them right now because I feel like I'm giving them what they wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Giving, mm-hmm. But I- They wanted the attention. They, it all just felt extremely cynical. Their signs and marathon day is not for cynicism. Take the no, day off, I go agree. elsewhere. So their sign said things like, first they had a, one that said, this is a sign. What is the point? This is like, feels like Gawker era signage. Yes. We're past Claire. that. We're yes. past Yes. Yeah. Slow down. I'm trying to count everyone. Worst parade ever. Wow. And due to inflation, you get to run 28.3. These aren't even funny. They're not funny. (laughs) And they're just like, they're not mean. They're just cynical. They're just cynical. It's just a little, what's the point? It's, what's the point? What is the point? You know, I actually didn't have enemies this year. And I think it was because of my megaphone. You might have been an enemy. I think I might have been the enemy. I did have, I did get some compliments. I just can't, you know, I can't pretend to be humble about this year. I did get some compliments. And and Chris told me he felt like I really energized our little corner. And that's so good to hear. <laughs> I felt so proud of it. Um, um, Tom is rang for- his cowbell for three hours and his, <laughs> his uh, forearm hurt the next day. I got a callus for my cowbell. <laughs> an actual blister, in fact. Cowbell injuries are like the pickleball <laughs> injuries of of the marathon, of yeah. the marathon crew. I also got extra cowbells and I passed them out to some people. I yeah. think I was just spreading a lot of cheer. You know, there was only one person who said more cowbell, and it was right when we showed up. And then they were like, <laughs> "Definitely, we don't need to ask for more. We are getting as much as we could possibly handle." Yeah. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. So much to Book of the Month for sponsoring today's episode. I have so much trouble keeping on top of what the new releases are that I should care about, the ones that I should know about, the ones that I will probably like, even the authors that I'm excited about. I feel like I don't know when and where and how and what they're coming out with. Where? I don't know. I don't understand what the issue is. There's just so little information coming at you on a daily basis. We should all really? just be able to keep track of all of this stuff. Just so simple. So simple. I, I was so grateful to book of the month because there is a new romance out from this author, Case and Calendar. It is called Stars in Your Eyes. And I had read one of Case and Calendar's earlier books, Felix Ever After, a few years ago. And Absolutely loved it. Had no idea that they were coming out with a book in the genre that I am currently obsessed with, romance. And I'm so excited to read it and truly probably would have missed it completely or found out about it, you know, a year from now. But Book of the Month is keeping me on top of the authors and the titles that I want to know about. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's like keeping it right front of mind, front of mind Mm -hmm. without having to do a lot of like work or heavy lifting on your part. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. They make it easy to decide which book to read next. Book of the Month focuses on new and emerging authors, which allows them to offer books that members would not have found otherwise. Every aspect of the Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. They offer the best prices on new release hardcover fiction, as well as free shipping and a loyalty rewards program. Go to bookofthemonth.com today to join and get your first book for just $5 with code SPOOKY. Offers for a limited time. Go to bookofthemonth.com today to join and get your first book for just $5 with the code SPOOKY. Offer is for a limited time. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey Kreppel, full-time YouTuber, part-time preschool teacher, and now the host of the podcast Circle Time. Join me every week as me and my guests mix the childlike wonder and conversational openness and acceptance of preschool that we're all nostalgic for with the realism, honesty, and wisdom baked into adulthood. With classroom-structured roots, we'll rehash standout moments of day-to-day life, dive into buzzy pop culture moments, and really just get to know each other on a deeper level. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Kreppel and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Oh, you know what else? I saw those news anchors who had an affair. Yeah. And And what'd you yell at them? I said, hey, it's the news anchors. (laughs) I said, I have my my megaphone. So they heard me and they just smiled at me. They were very good sports about it. They weren't running. They weren't holding hands, but they were running. They were running side by side. Like step, like in step, Uh in lockstep. They looked like news anchors should. Glowing beautiful, like it was very easy. And they looked happy. And, you know, I don't condone infidelity, but they seemed quite happy. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I saw a TikTok, as yeah. I do. Yeah. This was from someone named Rosie Seabrook. She's cooking. The text overlay said, I've put the raw chicken in the sauce. So now the sauce has raw chicken in it. Now I can't tell if the chicken is cooked because of the sauce, but it doesn't matter anyway because the sauce has raw chicken in it already. Wow. First of all, I didn't know there was a phrase for this. And I can't remember if the phrase was in her caption or if it was just in the comments, but it's called chicken anxiety. Extremely helpful. Extremely it's so helpful. helpful. And who doesn't have chicken anxiety? Yeah, I I don't eat chicken if I can help it. Yeah. And it's not exclusively because of chicken anxiety, but chicken anxiety is definitely a contributing factor. I feel like what you described on last week's episode about just not working with multiple red nail polishes because it was too much. That's chicken anxiety. Yeah. That's you being like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to remember. I don't want to have to deal with it. That's Mm -mm. chicken anxiety. Mm -mm. The most liked comment, which is also the pinnacle of my own personal chicken anxiety, was, but I also feel like the spatula that touched the raw chicken when it first entered the pan is now contaminated and it can't be used to keep mixing. Well, I I feel very iffy about what goes on with the cooking utensils and pans and everything. Listen, I don't engage with any of it for the partially for this reason. I'm not always asking for advice when talking about things. Sometimes I just want people to listen. In this situation, I'm asking for people to solve this. When you're smashing chicken for chicken payard, what are you doing about the splatter? Burning, burning your house day. down. Burning your house down <laughs> and, and then starting clothes. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there were there were so many comments on this TikTok. They basically all broke down into two groups of people. There were the, I swear, chicken anxiety made me go vegan which is you closer to my camp. Yeah. yeah. Or purchasing a meat thermometer changed my life. These were the two groups of people. But it, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, no. I don't agree with the second group because it's not just about no, the I chicken know. in the pot. It's, I know. The, it's the chicken paillard on the wall. I agree <laughs> about that. I mean, listen, the issue you're cooking a chicken in a dark colored sauce and you can't cut it open and tell if it's cooked. Yeah. I, you need the meat thermometer. There's still a million yeah, other yeah, chicken yeah, anxieties yeah. to be yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I that, eliminates, that eliminates one chicken anxiety, certainly. Well, the other thing that turns me off to certain cookbooks or blogs is like any photos of raw chicken, specifically raw chicken breasts, like yes. a boneless, skinless chicken yes. breast. I'm like, no, we all know what it looks like and we <laughs> never need to see it again. No, it's true. It's gross. gross. It is really gross. There were a couple of reasons why this TikTok implanted for me. One was any good TikTok that distills issue that we all grapple with, but nobody's talking about and yeah. then gives it a name. Yeah. Is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also thought that it was that it's a metaphor for so many things in life, like your nail polish situation, where you're just like, there's so many questions and complications, so confusing, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It was all the people in the comments being like, this is precisely why I do not eat or cook chicken. It's like, you don't check bags. I don't check, it's just, it's if I can avoid it, I don't check bags. I like really try to limit the number of things I buy that are dry clean only, where mm-hmm. I like believe that they genuinely are, yes. as opposed to like, they're just saying that on the tag. Because yes. there are so many things I hand wash that are mm-hmm. dry clean only. Because I'm like, I don't know. I just, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with this it. This is again, like me, the difference between us where I'm like, how could you possibly leave behind an incredible garment just because you don't want to dry clean it? Because the time, energy, and money spent on yeah, dry no, cleaning could be a full-time job that requires a full-time job separately to pay for it. <laughs> it's how I feel. I also, I won't do flight connections. I just won't anymore. Yeah. I, I've given up on that. I also feel like taking to a lot of, I feel like a lot of people are just like, I can't socialize anymore. You know, I have too many questions. I feel like the same logic about, I put the raw chicken in the sauce and now the sauce has raw chicken and now I can't tell if the chicken is cooked because of the sauce. It's like somebody being like, 
And then like I asked them a question, but I couldn't hear the answer. And then so I didn't so know. So then I should I ask them to repeat it or do I just laugh exactly. and move on? And then what if they ask me later? That's chicken anxiety. Yeah, totally. That, that is, is chicken anxiety. That's chicken anxiety. <laughs> yes. The next thing up on our food beat, yeah. apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rephrase this. The Wiener Circle in Chicago. I just can't believe we haven't really talked about it on this podcast. No, it's a legendary institution. A legendary institution. And like part of why I'm bringing it up is mm-hmm. because the Instagram account for this business and the Instagram account for The Onion are two of the only places I feel safe on the internet <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like a place where I can uh-huh. go and I'm like, Mm-hmm. I know you won't do me dirty. Yes. Like you're going to give me what mm-hmm. I want and mm-hmm. you're going to keep the tone the same as I've always yes. like had. Okay. Yeah. So the Wiener Circle, for if you don't know, they're, they're from, um, from their own, their own description is we've been serving up its signature blend of char dogs, cheddar fries, and verbal abuse in Chicago's Lincoln Park neighborhood for 40 years. Chicago loves a stunt dining experience. Yeah. So there's also, what's the other one that's like a diner? That's like a Johnny retro Rockets? diner? No. no. Oh, oh, oh. Ed... Mm-hmm. Ed DeBevix. Ed DeBevix. Are they mean to you there too? Yeah. And then the Rock and Roll McDonald's also is kind of like a stunt vibe. Yeah, it's like a just a vintage sort of. Vibe. Are they mean to you there too? No, that's. Okay. No, I don't think McDonald's allows for that. <laughs> you There's just a lot of stunt too. dining yeah. to be yeah, had yeah, in yeah, Chicago, yeah. and Wiener Circle really is the pinnacle of it. Yes, and they, they are mean. They verbally abuse you. That's yeah. the whole shtick. And in a smart, funny way, they are the epitome of kind but not nice. Mmm. That is the entire vibe. Like their landing page for their website is what the fuck do you want? <laughs> and there's like an order now button like that. That they deliver. Well, I think you can order pickup. OK, okay. Um, maybe, but maybe they do. Okay. Maybe they do like okay. a like I a, wonder if ordering pickup is a way to get around the verbal abuse. I doubt it. Yeah, OK. It, do, it just doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it. Yeah, they I'm consistently shocked that they don't get more national attention than they do. I'm consistently shocked there aren't brand collaborations yeah. happening. Yeah. Like, I don't want them to do a collaboration with Kith, but I feel like Kith should, should be, be wanting no, to do a right. brand collaboration. Do they with sell them. merch? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. It's okay. not like that's also part of why okay. I'm like, can you do some collaborations? Right, because right, I feel right. like I would own it. It feels like part of the extended bear universe. Like yeah. this is the true Chicago restaurant scene. Correct. And it feels like it's energy. Like Richie and spir- would be a manager yes. there or the something. Energy and spirit of Wiener Circle is very present in the Bear universe, even if Wiener Circle itself is not present in the Bear universe. That is exactly right. So also because it's good. It's so good. Yes. It is an incredible hot dog. Yes. It's an incredible cheddar fry. Of course, they're delivering a quality product. Yes. They're like, yes, we know what we're doing. We've been here for 40 fucking years. But it's not fancy. No. And it's, and it's, it's a hole in the wall. Yeah, but, but in Lincoln Park also. Yes. Like, it's like this kind of, yeah. which is Lincoln Park is like, yeah, yeah you know, like a, a North, a, yeah. a, a North, yeah, an uptown sort of like vibe. Yes. So there are a few like moments from the last couple of years on this Instagram account, or as my experience as a like long distance mm-hmm. Wiener Circle fan who hasn't had a Wiener Circle hot yes. dog in probably a decade, mm-hmm. but still counts herself yeah. among the core following. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so in February, 2022, a guy came in, was asked to wear a mask, mm-hmm. refused to, and then came b- back later and threw a brick oh. through their door. Wow. They- Feels like the bear. Feels like the bear. Yeah. They posted about it incessantly mm-hmm. in a like very compelling way. Their followers found the car and the guy. Wow. And there was a hashtag, Wiener Sleuths, <laughs> that you can track this entire Great. saga Great. on. Great. Like, it was really incredible. Mm-hmm. That was one journey. Yes. Another, 
So they use their sign outside for trolling. Mm-hmm. That is like so core to what they do. And their Instagram account is a lot of just pictures of their sign. Exactly, exactly. And so historically they troll Trump and Portillo's, which is another Chicago hot dog place, mm-hmm. but it's like owned by a Boston, like a yeah. hedge fund or P- uh-huh. PE or whatever. And so they're like constantly just like dunking on Portillo's, yes. right? But so in this Trump-themed sign, when Trump in his booking record said that he was 63215, they did a sign that said 61315 with the caption, if Agent Orange is 63215, then we're Alinea, which is like <laughs> the fanciest restaurant in Chicago or like the iconically fancy one. Chef owner, Grant Ackett's and company sent them Alinea hats. <laughs> and so then there are pictures of like the kitchen that, crew That's in part Alinea of what hats. felt really the bear to me. Yes. Where you have the the mixing of all, you have this like incredibly supportive, like actual community. Yes. Of, of yes. Food people in Chicago. That's exactly it. Recently, they got the big, most nationwide attention I've seen them get in quite some time. Well, the sign here was just incredible. And I know I'm biased because of, I have an affinity for the content. The but. sign was, welcome Taylor's boyfriend's brother when Jason Kelsey was in town. <laughs> And he came and the caption was mean, parenthetical, Wiener Circles version. (laughs) This is great content. They got Us Weekly coverage for this. Welcome Taylor's boyfriend's brother is so funny. It's so funny. It's so good. And also just like, it's Jason Kelsey's sense of humor too. It's It's, totally, it's it's totally, it's yes. This entire experience is Jason Kelsey's sense of humor. Their best signs from recent years. Mm -hmm. And this is like part of the like kind, but not nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. We proudly support dog on dog and bun on bun. <laughs> Incredible. People from all countries welcome at this shithole. <laughs> That's very good. That's a favorite. Kelsey, will you marry me? This was when Keegan proposed to someone whose Instagram handle was the Wiener Woman, a <laughs> Chicago hot dog account. You cannot make this up. Mm-hmm. It is just incredible. So you think somebody asked them to do that and they said yes. Keegan definitely okay. asked them to yeah. do that and they said yes, yes. And it was for his girlfriend, now wife, who who has a Chicago hot dog Instagram account. Incredible. Okay. Incredible. And I just feel like probably other people have asked them and they've been like, fuck no, get out of here. I think that's right. Okay. But I think Kelsey- Because it was a wiener woman. Well, I think Kelsey has shown up. Yeah. No, you know? for sure. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, And then this one, Pride of Lions, Crash of Rhinos, Murder of Crows, Circle of Wieners. <laughs> it's really good. There's just something new every day. It's great. Love Wiener I need circle. it. I it's need really it. good. I need it's it. It's really good. We're going to talk about something that we've been circling for a while. Yeah. Weightlisting. Speaking of circles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of circles. We've been wanting to talk about it, but we didn't have that much to say, but you found a peg. I did. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Thank you so much to Masterclass for sponsoring today's episode. We are recording this right now in the in-between time. We have gotten back from Thanksgiving break. We have not yet embarked on the longer holiday season break. And my takeaway from the Thanksgiving break was that I was somehow both overstimulated and understimulated. Mm-hmm. You know, there was too much going on, but my brain didn't have anything real to do. And that was to a latch challenge onto. for me. Yeah, yeah. it was really yeah. a challenge. And I do think that maybe I need to sort of give myself a project of sorts, like a doable project over the next longer holiday break. Like maybe I need to take a class on masterclass and just have my brain working towards something. Because I will tell you that combination of boredom and overstimulation was not good. It was not good for me. Especially when you're around family, I think. Um, Especially when you're around family. Masterclass makes a meaningful gift this season for you and anyone on your list because both of you can learn from the best to become your best, from leadership to effective communication to cooking. Whether you're watching Masterclass on TV, listening in audio mode, in the app or on their site, the quality speaks for itself. It's like Masterclass instructors are your own personal mentors that they're going to help you reach the next level. How much would it cost to take one-on-one classes from the world's best? Easily hundreds of thousands of dollars. With a Masterclass annual membership, it's $10 a month. Memberships start at $120 a year for unlimited access to one-on-one classes with all 180 plus masterclass instructors. Learn how to negotiate a raise with Chris Voss or manage relationships with Esther Perel. There are over 180 classes to pick from with new classes added every month. Boost your confidence and find practical takeaways you can apply in your life and at work. And if you own a business or are a team leader, use Masterclass to empower and create future ready employees and leaders. This holiday season, give one annual membership and get one free at masterclass.com slash a thing or two. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash a thing or two. Masterclass.com slash a thing or two. Offer terms apply. Victoria Beckham's arms Mm -hmm. are the new Michelle Obama's arms Mm -hmm. is my Mm -hmm. Mm peg. So I loved the Beckham documentary. You're still working on it. So as I just told you, I haven't, this is new to you. I said, we're going to do it live, but I'm trudging through it. And I kept, everybody said, listen, it's about David Beckham. It's not about two of them, both of them. Because you, you wouldn't, you couldn't be blamed for believing just based on the TikTok content that it's about how cute they are and their lifestyle. And because the, some of the cutest moments are about the two of them. And the documentary is called Beckham, which could be about both of them. Right. So I really felt when I was watching it that I was just having to sort of get through the sports of it all. Yeah. 
I'm disappointed to find that I'm on the last episode and there's still so much sports. Well, because he played them. I know. And I just thought that it was going to lay the groundwork of like, this was this man's sports career and here is who he is now as a cultural figure and his family and all of that. It took me a while to watch because it was like, well, I think I've seen all the parts that would appeal to me on the internet already. Yeah. But I couldn't believe how many people were like, this is my new comfort show. I have watched this four times. Like people I loved, loved it. it. I loved and it. I was like, okay, I'll watch this. Like I'm not immune to things, to hype. Also, I love pop culture. I love celebrity culture. I think what it's like taught me about myself is that I just truly do not care about sports. I get so much anxiety about the stuff. During the watching of this documentary, I was constantly Googling, did they win the Europe Cup? Did they? Because I just needed to know, like I didn't like the anxiety. You wanted all spoilers. I needed Claire, all spoilers. This man's fine. Like, Obviously, you know this about this man, I'm right? Just like, I, I like, it, the documentary's fine. I'm not, like, I'm, I don't think it's bad. I'm just surprised. I'm like, it's sad. It's, he's like, well, it's not sad. There are it's so just, many sad parts. There I feel are like highs and lows. His, there, his life was- To me, was, it feels like he's constantly getting shit. He was like, never, I mean, I don't even feel that bad for, I don't feel bad for him. I just- I do felt, I felt like there was something, feel like I'm truly the only person who I've heard who's like, I feel fine about the documentary. I'm just kind of like getting through it. You said our friend Ruthie yeah. is also trudging through it. Well, Ruthie is a sports fan. Yeah, that's true. So I don't, I, I need to talk to her about it because yeah. you need an audience, that audience because I loved it. I loved watching him watch the games. You know what I mean? Where they're, where he, yeah, yeah no, where they're I'm, getting I, his reaction shots. I love that. I couldn't tell you why. I think I loved watching him trim wicks. I loved watching him <laughs> So that's clean the his stuff grill. I like, but I feel like those are so brief. The parts about his current day life are so, they're like little teasers before yeah. the actual show starts. Yeah. And I'm like, no, give me more of that. Give yeah. me more of like what a person who has been through what he went through, what his day-to-day -day life looks like. Listen, if the two of them would ever allow us to have like a Nick and Jessica, yeah. we would watch a shit out of it, but they're never going to do that. So I, I think I like- ate up those tiny little morsels because I was like, this is the most access. So yes, that I liked, but I'm just like, what is my takeaway from this? My biggest takeaway is we've got a roadmap for Travis and Taylor now. I can see how this could become that. And I'd yeah. like to believe that that's yeah, what sure. they will become. And beyond that, I'm like, this really talented soccer player had a lot of highs and lows. And even when he was playing really well, sometimes the people he worked for were pissed at him. And then he had an affair. I'm having trouble finding the takeaway. Whereas like, I don't know why this feels like an ob obvious comparison, I guess, because of the era. Watching the Britney documentary, you're just like, wow, how we think about things has changed, right? So much. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Give a really broad takeaway. And well, watching I, the Beckham documentary, I had a little bit of that. I think, yeah, I think, I think it's not that different for me in that he was such a phenom and we still shat on him all over the place. Yes, and um, I think one episode of that would have been enough. For me. <laughs> and the, like more about Victoria, whoever. I just was like, okay, we're still going with like, he gets shot all, shit all over. But he, he does well. But he's like, back on top. But now I he's back think his like, he was such a big deal. Yeah. That is very clear. I just feel quite hit over the head with that narrative. But and it's every, because it's his story. <laughs> okay. You know, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I was obviously interested in the affair part. And Chris had so many questions. He was like, but they're not acknowledging whether or not he actually had an affair. I was like, oh, because they're had e an affair. They made this documentary. Yeah, they're EPs. They're trying to they're, gloss they're over telling as much us as exactly. possible. They're going to tell us exactly what they're going to tell us, which is this. I'm yeah. just in no way hooked. And the people who are like, well, I never watched it three times because it's so comforting. I'm like, what about it? 
I don't know. I think of all the sports, too, soccer is not the one. Yeah. For me. Okay. Okay. Anyway, back um, to weightlifting. So one thing that one thing that came out of this documentary, per this Vogue article, even though its focus was on David's epic football career, which was exactly your complaint, <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly the problem. One of the big questions to emerge following its release, accord, according to Google's trends, at least, was about Victoria Beckham and specifically her workout routine. Internet searches on the topic have shot up by five thousand percent around the world over the past. 30 days. So I do want to say in general, her self-presentation, her choice to wear like hoodies with leggings that were also knee-high boots. I was obsessed with it. Yeah, no, it was. I I thought she was a highlight in every way for me. I thought she's so much more dynamic and interesting than him. I thought she is so much more just like articulate than him. I know we're again, we're here to talk about weightlifting. Victoria and David train <laughs> with this guy, Bobby Rich. <laughs> yeah. And they have for about five years. And he says, Victoria treats training like brushing her teeth. It's something she wants to do and has to do. And it sets her up for the day. Relate. It, 100% I, I relate to this. I thought you wouldn't. I thought, you, yeah. yeah, I thought this was good. It's just yeah. part of her lifestyle. In fact, I train both of them five days a week in person when they're on the road. It's remote five days a week. Nothing changes. And then the article goes on to say weight training is particularly important for women, especially if they have had children or are going through going through menopause. There's a 5% decrease in bone density for every child you have because the baby absorbs nutrients from the body. The 5% for each just felt like a, wait, pardon me? Like a little bit of record scratch moment <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah, no, it's wild. Yeah, 5% is a lot. Per, yeah, per, yeah. per. So it's really important that you start considering bone health early. That's just mm-hmm. one of the benefits of weight training. During perimenopause, you're more at risk of osteoporosis, not to mention that muscle mass helps with metabolism, which naturally decreases as we get older. And then he goes on to say, when it comes to strength training, it's tough to build lean muscle mass. And I'm not talking about mass in terms of size, but rather the quality of the muscle, he says. The difference in Victoria's muscle now versus five years ago is that it's not necessarily bigger, but the quality of muscle and the health she has from having stronger joints, tendons, and ligaments is marked. It's taken a long time and a shift in her mindset from thinking about short term to long term, but now it's just part of her day and she loves it. I was like, this is a strong pitch. This is a strong strong pitch pitch for weight training. The pitch for me, one, my mother, you know, every older woman in your life pretty much has osteoporosis, right? And then Gloria, the newsletter published an interview or an article written by this woman who was like not that much older than us who had been diagnosed with osteoporosis. Deborah Kopakin did an interview with this Dr. Mary O'Connor and Mm. said the three things that anyone can do right now to prevent osteoporosis are weight-bearing exercises, adequate calcium, and adequate vitamin D. She says weight-bearing exercises are running, walking is a weight-bearing exercise, lifting weights, getting in the gym and doing resistance exercises in the gym because bones respond to stress. If you are exercising and putting more stress on the bones, the bones get stronger. And I was like, yeah, I I think weightlifting for our bones is the pitch. Yes. Weightlifting for our bones. Yeah. And I think both Victoria Mm -hmm. and Mary are making that case. Yes. Yeah. Well, Victoria is also making the case by looking incredible. Yeah. And I think we were talking about that, like the word shredded and the idea of getting shredded Uh feels like a really useful framing of what Victoria has achieved. She she looks shredded. shredded. Yeah. Yeah, It's appealing. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. Totally. When I was in high school, we had to do a weights unit in gym, in PE. It was like a semester. And we were so fucking lazy about it. Like of you course, can picture yeah. it, right? Uh-huh. You'd be like lying around on a mat. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like doing the pull, like a lap pull down. Like yeah. so lazy about mm-hmm. it. And at the end of the semester, we were stronger and like <laughs> we had muscle definition. And you could see that we were all like 
how did that happen? Right. Like even in the most like just lazy lax, way, just if like, you're I consistent mean, about it. Grant, yeah. Granted, we were like 17 yeah. also. Right. But like your body was more responsive. Yeah. But just like the being like, oh, we did the shittiest possible version yeah. of this and right. it still like did something. Wow. Like imagine. I have struggled with the patience part of yeah. building muscle. I yeah. like to see immediate results. Yeah. I was working with a trainer when it postpartum who kept trying to instill in me the idea of easeful strength. And, you know, that you don't have to just be so forceful I and impactful about I love everything. this pitch. And I also love the idea that this person thought it might work on you. I know. It was like truly, because I mean, I love it in theory. I just, the idea of doing something that feels like nothing. I'm back in physical therapy for pelvic floor and so many of the exercises. And I'm like, this is not doing anything. And I recognize they're like, yeah, you might not be able to feel it, but it's like your deep abs, you know, stuff that like, it's going to take Peaceful a while, strength. just like consistent. Peaceful strength. Um, I have been doing weights at the gym. I joined a gym. I joined a Blink Fitness probably a year and a half mm -hmm. ago. And I have to say, I, again, have no patience. But one of the things I like about the weights is I do love the feeling afterwards of your muscles being, being exhausted. Tired. Yeah. Like I love walking around all day after I've just… And having like sore arms. Yeah. yeah. Or sore, just like fatigued. I don't yeah. know. I yeah, find yeah, it yeah, very… Yeah, yeah. It's tired. different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's different than the cardio high. And I'm quite dependent on the cardio high. But I like… Fridays is normally when I do the weightlifting. It kind of feels like a day off where I'm not like doing something so stressful on my body. It's stressful in other ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also like it because I can listen to an audiobook or a podcast or something. Whereas like when I'm running, I need to listen to music. It feels like a treat day. Yeah. But I don't do… And you do like whole body that day. So I do whole body. I focus on my… You don't have a leg stay in an arm stay. No, 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 no. Because no. <laughs> I'm really like… As it gets colder, I'll start probably doing two days a week. But I'm normally going one day a week. Some, sometimes two. And… I'm mostly focusing on my back and my butt because those are weak on me. And then my core, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like, because that also just feels inherently weak. And I'm mostly thinking about it in terms of trying to get better posture and trying to, yeah. to strengthen the, the muscles that will give me better posture. I don't trust myself to lift the right way or really to do any exercise with the right form. So I use the weight machines. I know that counts as weight training. Oh, Does yeah. that count as weight lifting? To me, when people talk about weightlifting, I assume that they are speaking exclusively about dumbbells and barbells. I don't know that I'm the right person to ask this question of, but yeah. I, I feel like you're you're doing weights. Well, yes, but here's what I want to say. At the gym, yeah, and I think that my gym is a pretty good microcosm of what's happening in the workout yeah, world. Yeah, for sure. It seems like the people who are doing the dumbbell barbell, like that's a corner of the gym. There's a whole other thing yeah. happening yeah, yeah, there yeah, yeah, and yeah. that is not really cross-contaminated with, with the, the weight machines. Yeah. Yes. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would like to be doing those other ones because let me tell you, the women who are doing that stuff, the most <laughs> incredible butts. And they look great. And it also seems, you know, it is a more, it feels like a, um, it's like a school, you know, a school of thought. Like it's like there's, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, notebooks yeah, yeah. It, involved. There's, there's like a philosophy. We're counting. There's like a list of reps and a list of exercises that we're doing. And like, yeah. It yeah, will yeah. not surprise you oftentimes. I think most people count macros too, you yeah, know? But yeah, but yeah. you know, I, yes. And yeah. there's… Well, I'm just saying there's more notes. There's like more There's notes. a lot of notes. There's paper involved a lot of the time. <laughs> it feels like there's a set of rules. Well, yeah. One pitch that I hear from a lot of people that I seem to be also observing is that it's you don't have to be there for very long. Yeah. That it's pretty quick. The, it's lift, the lift heavy of it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It still feels very obscure to me. And I have long-term sort of vague ambitions to hire a trainer for, say, like five sessions to teach me how I think to that's do the that. right way to go about those yeah. things. Yeah. Because I if certainly you're, like, don't doing trust barbells. myself to yeah. do yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, on yeah, my yeah. own. 
Ahead of this episode, we asked you all your thoughts and feelings on weightlifting, weight training, and some takeaways. One, y'all know we should be doing it. Mm -hmm. Becca was like, needed for those bones, no clue how to do it. The culture is intimidating. Yes. Sarah said, I know, quote, they tell me to do it for my health slash longevity. And Liz said, it seems like so much work to learn how. That's, yeah. Which is a bit that's of where, thing. that's where I am. Me too. It seems like so much work to learn me how. Me too. So then we have some endorsements from lifters. Mm -hmm. Caroline said, makes me feel my very best. Mm -hmm. Nandita said, nothing better. Mm -hmm. Elise said, took my running to the next level. Mm -hmm. Misa said, obsessively love. It has really reduced my back and knee pain. Mm. A really strong pitch. Yes. Aaliyah said, never in my life thought I was a weights person until starting PT this year. And it feels great. And then there were multiple so RWIs. Many RWIs. So many regrettably worth it. And someone said high key RWI. I mean, I didn't even I know. I didn't even we know. Is it regrettable? Well, I think because it's, it's a pain. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, I think it's, that's what's regrettable. Yeah. But it's like, it is kind yeah. of a lot of work, but yeah. then. No, it's true. Um, then we have some tips on how to get started. So Liz said you to invest in form education, yeah. which I think that's is it, yeah. like, maybe that's what we do in, yeah. you know, I don't mm, know. Maybe we yeah. get a trainer to just maybe teach, get a us trainer to to teach us yeah. the form. That's a good idea. Maybe that's a trick. Just yeah. like doing that with a friend. You don't yes. have to do it by yourself. I think that's a good, um, I think that's a good call. Jenna recommended Evlo Fitness, which is this like series of workouts taught by physical therapy doctors, mm. which I like love as a concept. Yes. That feels great. Yeah. Sarah said, been sitting on this thingy co-pilot app for gym confidence and workouts. No trainer required. Okay, nice. Shayna recommended Carrie Manti, mm -hmm. who does at-home strength training for women over 40. And she also recommended the Ladder app, which is this like daily workout plan that is programmed by a coach. Okay. And then multiple people, Vanessa and Emily included, recommended Casey Johnston's Couch to Barbell Liftoff. So this woman has done so much, as from my perspective, anyway, in terms of popularizing weightlifting specifically for women. This yes. is the woman who asked a swole woman. Yes. She was tweeting and blogging about how much weightlifting has changed her life. And I feel like she's the the OG she's women like the face weightlifter. Of, yeah, 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 she's the face of this, at least yeah. among our like yes. peers. Mm -hmm. So this is interesting. It's like an ebook or like a downloadable PDF situation. And it has three phases. Mm -hmm. So there's the first set is body weight. Then it's dumbbell and barbell. Mm -hmm. So the first phase, you don't need any equipment for. Mm -hmm. So you could like try okay. it and see if you're like getting into it. And then okay. if you are, it's like she's basically like, Second phase, you might either want to, you either want equipment or you're going to a gym. Okay. And phase three, you got to go to a gym. Like yeah. there's kind of no way to do barbell without, or it's going to be just like a huge investment right. in equipment. So that was interesting to me. Maya recommended Stronger by the Day, which basically is an app where you can toggle between at the gym with equipment mm. or at home, just body weight. Okay. And then the Peloton strength classes, Aaron and Hannah. Wrecked. That is what got me into the gym. Because really? I was doing the Peloton strength classes during the pandemic and I was feeling like, I was not trusting my form. Yeah. And yeah, I was, yeah. But I was really enjoying the getting stronger of it all. Yeah. So that's what got me to sign up for the gym membership. I do think it's a good way to start. The other thing people cited is that just like it's annoying being a woman lifting weights. I couldn't believe how many people were like, I wish there was an, a, a gym just for women. Yeah. Basically, like Trisha said, just recipe for mansplaining from strangers. So I wish there was a gym just for women. And Annie said, my favorite workout. I wish there was a female only gym in NYC where I could lift in peace. Lift in peace is the name. Yeah, it's a great name. Lift for, for short. Mm, like great. done. Lift in peace. I do think that is a, a secondary factor for me for sure. It does seem like this whole culture that is largely men and I don't want to talk to them. And it does feel like everybody in the weightlifting corner of the gym is talking to each other, whether they want to be talked to or not. Mm. I don't want to be talking to people. Do you think it's like a dating scene over there or no? 
It's a great question. No, maybe. Well, because I feel like the CrossFit scene is like a dating scene. Yeah, there's sometimes. definitely dating happening at the Blink Fitness on Fulton. I just can never tell. Did they meet there? It's, you know, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I loved this. So Yasi Salek, who has the podcast Mansplain, and also I think she coined the phrase cringe is life. Yeah. She was interviewed in the Perfectly Imperfect newsletter recently, and she talked about weightlifting. She said, I got into weightlifting for the same reason I get into most things, which is pure unbridled vanity. I read or heard somewhere in my many biohacker information channels that weightlifting is the most anti-aging form of exercise, especially for women. So I was like, on my way. I wasn't about to pay some community college bro $100 an hour at my LA fitness to train me, though. So I just Googled weightlifting classes near me. And because I lived a charmed and blessed life, I found the fucking coolest independent gym like a mile from my house and have been going there for almost a year. Vanity aside, it just makes you feel so good all the time. I love watching myself get stronger and I love the feeling after you lift something really heavy you thought you could never have lifted. And I love all the neighborhood friends I've made there, including former PI subject and possibly coolest girl alive, Petra Courtright. Honestly, a large part of my social life takes place there. Anyway, everyone over 30 should lift weights, preserve your waning muscle mass and build up your self-esteem, babe. Such a strong pitch. I mean. The cool girls Yassi, are lifting. Yasi more than Victoria. Yeah, no, sold. I was really sold on that. I think I would go to a cool weightlifting gym where I felt like it was mostly women. Yeah, you'd go to Lip. I would absolutely <laughs> go to Lip. I would. Um, I love it. That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.